0: Seven years after fleeing, following a family tragedy in her hometown, Jack Morgan reluctantly returns to search for her missing sister, Charlie. Twenty years earlier, another teenage girl had gone missing in Everly. Paige Gilmore disappeared during the town's annual Gilmore Hotel Open Day, and the anniversary is not far away. As Jack looks for clues to lead her to Charlie, the two cases start to blur. Well, this is the premise for In Her Blood, the latest crime novel by Niall Marsh Award shortlisted author Nikki Crutchley. Here's
1: Christine Sessford with an excerpt from the novel. For most of Jack's fellow bus passengers, Everly was just a chance to stretch legs and have a toilet break before continuing south. She removed herself from the throng and looked around. It had been seven years. As if by reflex, she breathed in deeply, knowing exactly what she was going to get before her brain even registered the smells, cut grass and manure with an underlying odour of fuel from the petrol station further up the road, and deep-fried food from the cafe. Home, for want of a better word. The old playground, two swings, paint peeling like a bad sunburn and a slide that set the backs of your legs on fire in summer, had disappeared and new swings, a slide and a jungle gym, bright primary colours, lit up the dull green of the Domain, further up on the right, past the campground. She had practically lived at the Domain and Playground when she was a kid, before and after Charlie was born. Jack held the envy of all the local kids when they had to trudge home or climb on bikes to make their 5pm curfew. She never had a curfew. It wasn't until much later that she realised her freedom was actually a big neon sign blinking over her head for all to see that her parents didn't care.
0: Nikki, first of all, we've just heard Jack's reluctant return to Everly and, you know, that mention of parental neglect. So why, after all mm. this time, is she returning home.
2: It would take a lot for Jack to return to Everly, uh, as the reader will will soon find out, Um, and she's discovered uh, from her estranged father that her sister Charlie is missing, uh, and that was enough to get her back home after seven years.
0: As you say, estranged from her father, and not as close as she could be to Charlie. When When you have a sibling leave a hometown in a bad situation and leave Mm -hmm. behind a sibling, I think that's always a really interesting scenario. There is guilt that follows something like that, isn't Mm. there?
2: I think so too. And um, throughout the book, you realise Jack always has that love for Charlie, absolutely, but the thing, I don't want to give anything away really, but the thing that happened that made her go away, there was no choice for her really but to leave, but she also has huge guilt uh, for leaving Charlie behind. And there's quite a big age gap between the girls. So when she left, Charlie was only 10 years old, which which makes it a little more heartbreaking, I think.
0: Have you based Everly on anywhere in particular?
2: I have indeed. Um, so Everly is Waitomo. So um, listeners might know uh, Waitomo Caves uh, and also the Waitomo Hotel. My hometown is Aotearoa and so it's about 10 minutes south of Otorohonga. So lots of people know the, the glowworm caves and things like that. So I've based Everly on the very small settlement of Waitomo, but I've probably been a little bit mean to it. And that's why I've renamed it Everly, because the settlement of Waitomo is, is thriving. It's got the caves and a beautiful campground and pubs and restaurants and things like that. But I wanted Everly to be just a little more down on its luck so it's, it's based on Waitomo, and it's also based, uh, most of the action uh, takes place in, in an old 100-year-old hotel that's closed down, and that's based on the Waitomo Hotel that sits, sits up on top of the hill of um, Waitomo settlement.
0: When you're structuring a thriller like this, I, I guess a lot of time and thought must go into that. So we know Charlie is missing. So do mm. you give us as the readers... Any indication about whether she is alive or dead? Did you have that debate in in your head, or was that did that yeah. make sense in terms of the narrative?
2: Yeah, absolutely. It, um, Charlie's story is important, but it's also important for me writing it not to give too much away. I, I went back and forth a lot. So in the book, there's three points of view. There's uh, Jack, uh, who's probably the main, main protagonist, and there's Charlie. And there's also Lisa and her story is told 20 years before and um, yeah I did go back and forth wondering if I should include Charlie's story or just the fact that Jack's looking for her missing sister but I soon realized that Charlie's story was important and it kind of injects the suspense into the book and as I as I went on uh, it becomes more um, noticeable how um, what Charlie uncovers so to speak yeah her her story is very important and her her point of view more to the point is is important
0: and Jack of course a really interesting character I mean she it's not like she's yeah. left Everly and life has been you know no, perfect not at for all. her
2: no I really enjoyed writing her character actually uh she, she's quite different um I guess you'd call it down on her luck but but it's a lot more than that she's come from a quite a neglectful um, household uh, with her parents and when this thing happens uh, in the book that makes her leave her small town you're right her life doesn't automatically become better and I think that's true to life Um, and the way she was brought up she's she's always struggling she's probably a little bit angry a bit guilty and and all that follows her even though she she tries to run away from it and ends up in Australia Uh, it's always always still with her
0: and the shadow over this is a second um, missing girl. This is Paige Gilmore, uh, and the Gilmore Hotel Open Day.
2: When I kind of came up with a, a very uh, basic idea of two sets of sisters and possible abduction, and looking at obsession, setting for me in all of my books is is a big deal and is often at the forefront. And I was kind of thinking I had I had that kind kind of classic. Haunted house idea in my head um, where these people could be living, and I started googling places in New Zealand. And then I thought, of course, the Waitomo Hotel. So it's absolutely based on 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 that hotel. It's been closed for um, a good ten years now, I think. But if you if you Google it, it's got beautiful photos of it. Uh, but also there's. There's rumours that it's haunted. People like to believe that. There's lots of ghost stories attached to it. So it was it was the perfect setting for a, a psychological thriller, I thought. So when I was writing it, I actually went up there and had a look around uh, just outside. And then um, about six months ago, nine months ago, I had the opportunity to look in, around inside. The owners were um, packing up furniture and things like that. So I got to have a look around inside. And as a child, I had been there uh, a couple of times. It was a there was also a restaurant there. So we'd been for special occasion dinners and things like that. And I had my seventh form Leavers Dinner there. And I, I remember back, that was a good 20, 25 years ago now, but I remember it's it had a real feel to it. And when I visited it last year, uh, or oh, start of start of this year, actually, it probably had a lot to do with my over- overactive imagination. But there's a real eerie feeling to it, and it's a it's a real rabbit warren of a place. Like you could easily get lost going down corridors and hallways. So yeah, the perfect setting, I think.
0: There are parallels too. We mentioned that Jack has come home to search for her missing sister, Charlie. Twenty years ago, the teenage girl who went missing was Paige Gilmore, and
2: her sister is Lisa. Yeah, so Lisa, we have her point of view only in the past chapters. So she does pop up. Uh, she's very much there in the in the present chapters, but we don't get her point of view. Uh, but for the past chapters, it's the year leading up uh, to the Gilmore Hotel Open Day. So the hotel is no longer operating as a hotel. Uh, Lisa's mother, Iris, owns the hotel Um but it's never worked as a hotel as far as long as Iris has owned it, even though, even though she had dreams of opening it. Uh, So Lisa lives a very closed off kind of lifestyle. Her mother is not the nicest person. And so, yeah, in that year leading up to Paige's disappearance, we hear from Lisa and her relationship with her sister uh, and her mother, Iris. And in in the present chapters, we see Lisa as a grown woman, and her coming back to Eva Lee, which is parallels with Jack, to care for her mother Iris, who who is older now and um, quite unwell.
0: When you're writing these books, Nikki, do you? I mean, I've asked this of so many writers, and and I get two very different answers. It's either <laughs> you know, when you're writing something that is scary you know like it's a psychological mm. thriller do you get affected mm. by I mean do you scare yourself with your writing or um, are you quite objective and you see it from kind of the outside Paul Cleese sort of in that camp he's um yeah. found a way to to write some very disturbing stuff without it yeah. harming him emotionally yeah
2: he's got very disturbing stuff as well I wouldn't say I scare myself but I like I do aim to make my books creepy and atmospheric so I do kind of dive into it as much as i can and it probably does take over a little bit to be fair i didn't i didn't really think about it too much but um when you're writing a book there's no escape from it really it's with you 24 7 so when i'm not at my computer writing it's always on my mind
0: nikki crutchley her novel in her blood is published by harper collins